Hello everyone, welcome to Struggle Session live at Comic-Con. I'm joined as always by my co-host Jack Allison, as well as today's special guest, returning champion. She is the director of The People's Joker, Vera Drew. This is an experience. Vera, have you been to Comic-Con before? I've been a couple times, uh, two or three, and I would say that this is this has been the most pleasant Comic-Con I've been to just because of the sheer lack of people. <laughs> yeah, this Comic-Con is great because barely anyone has shown up. It's an absolutely pathetic uh, turnout. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, and the other really appealing thing is that, you know, um, it's a group of sort of socially awkward people um, that have also just been indoors for 20 months. And so it really is like everybody is at a certain level uh, at this Comic-Con. It's, uh, it's interesting. One nice thing, Leslie, is that um, you know Marvel and DC and the rest of them have, active, have just not shown up at all. Yeah. There's, there's no presence whatsoever. I think that's what actually feels cool about it is like I can actually like buy comic books here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can buy your comic books, your hentai, a lot of hentai. Yes, there's a there's lot a, of lot of hentai. There's a lot of hentai <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, San Diego Comic Con special edition. So it's deliberately, it was deliberately made to kind of tamp down on the attendance. Yeah, and it just seems like an actual comic book convention like there's no like Robert Downey Jr. and like Charlize Theron aren't there or anything like that. No, no. It's a uh, well listen Leslie like they canceled Comic-Con for 2 years straight. And so this is basically I think what the San Diego Convention Center would give them without charging them extra money was the 3 days after Thanksgiving. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's that'd be my theory too. Yeah. Is, is a, if this whole thing kind of feels like a, a concession of some sort. Uh, <laughs> yes, that and the fact that Metaverse is here too doing a panel also uh feels like a lot of favors are being That's probably <laughs> like the biggest company that's here is yeah. is Metaverse is here doing their panel. That, that and, and Bugman LLC. I that's say, right. Yeah. Bugman LLC is here. I will say Leslie we did a great panel for Vera's uh, uh, People's Joker. And in fact, Vera, do you want to let us uh, uh, tell us a little bit more about like sort of the, you know, the progress that you've made since the last time we talked about this? Yeah. Um, so the movie, I have like a locked cut of the film um, of my illegal comic book movie, <laughs> The People's Joker. That's right. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just like finishing up a lot of VFX now, um, which is hard because uh every single shot in the movie is an effect shot right right <laughs> these are like the, I, I saw it like a little bit earlier and i was saying this is like the prequels or sin city it's really like everything is green it looks awesome it really does look oh, like thank it, like you. really hats off to you it really does look very cool but uh yeah that's a lot of work yeah 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 vera for people who uh have, didn't hear, hear our previous episode tell them what the people's joker is so yeah um it it all started with my friend commissioning uh, a re-edit of Todd Phillips' Joker to me, uh, and I <laughs> earnestly tried to do that at first, and uh, quickly realized it was a waste of time, pandemic or not. Yeah, um, perfect already, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it really was like I've loved Batman my whole life. Like Batman Forever is probably my favorite uh, yeah. comic book movie, and 
I kind of just like fell back in love with the characters and decided and was also just resonating with a lot of the themes that were in previous Joker things like like the, the mental illness and identity and all that stuff and um, decided to write a, a feature film based off my experience as a trans woman working in comedy and and the result is this very weird impressionist uh, <laughs> comic book movie. It's very cool. I think it's very, very cool to make like a super personal movie <laughs> that uses like a corporate owned character. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great. I saw somebody criticize it as a vanity project on Twitter uh, once. It's like, I don't know that it can qualify as a vanity project. I don't own these characters, if it's about me or not. <laughs> I mean, again, yeah, at that point, I'm like, well, what what is not a vanity project <laughs> yeah. at a certain point? Are you talking about, like, anything that has, like, personal themes to the person that created it? Because, Probably. Uh, then you just want to watch dog shit. You just want to watch meaningless <laughs> dog shit, I guess, or, or else it's a vanity project. Um but yeah, I, it looks really cool, and uh, we're really glad oh, to be able to have you, you here at uh, at BugCon at Comic Con. Um, just in case people at home don't know, um, we're not at an actual panel at Comic Con. We got <laughs> a booth. You know, there's they Comic Con is basically a big swap meet for cheap plastic shit. You know, we <laughs> yeah. sold marked up to like sixty bucks and it's stuff the like that. Most expensive flea market yeah. you'll ever go bunch to. Bunch of bunch of like like t rude t shirts and stuff <laughs> like you know uh, uh, Avenger shirts and stuff like that. So we're on the side that's basically at the flea market. We're in the flea market portion of Comic Con, um, sitting in a booth uh, recording, and you know just so people at home know. Um, you know, Vera and I are being amplified, and Leslie, you are not. Leslie, <laughs> we were not able to get it figured out that anyone could hear Leslie. So um, people are just hearing sort of two thirds of this podcast right, right. now. <laughs> but you know, that's that's that 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 helps your brand. I think like making things harder to to consume is right. actually good for your go heart. Now, if you want to hear, if you want to hear the rest of this, go home and listen for yeah. the rest of the podcast. Yeah. go home and check out Struggle Sessions. <laughs> Sesh dot plus patreon.com slash drunk session. Patreon.com slash I'm repeating it so people here can hear as well, Leslie. It's like how you need to read three comic books before you see Southland Tales to understand it. Right. Yeah. It's the final puzzle piece. Yeah. You know? Um Yeah. Have you been to any conventions, Leslie? Uh, yeah, I've been to a few. I was, when I was a kid, um, I used to go to comic book conventions. And that was when they were, you know, just comic book conventions. It was like at the, you know, maybe the third best uh, meeting room at the hotel. Uh -huh. right. And it was just like guys who just like had comic books in their basement. And they bring them right. out and <laughs> get rid of some of them because their wives <laughs> want the space. <laughs> and it was, you know, some of the best experiences you could have as a little 12 year old, I think. It was just. Yeah. so fun because you would just, I mean it just the experience of digging through those boxes and just seeing what you can find that you could also afford uh was, uh, was right. a very fun uh thing to do actually I remember uh some we can talk about maybe some of our favorite convention finds I think maybe mine was finding uh Batman the cult which is kind of this uh pseudo seek uh prequel to the Dark Knight Returns I think it was uh by Bernie Wrightson and it's just where and it was inspired uh the Dark Knight Rises uh, a bit where uh, basically a cult takes over uh, the city of Gotham and they kidnap all the cops and uh, and they, they all live in the tunnels and shit. It's a very f fun comic. But that was one of uh, one of my best uh, finds at the convention. What about y'all? 
Um, well, this year, honestly, uh, uh, I was able to get, you know, my spouse, Kate, is uh, very I- into Chucky this year. And I was very happy. First of all, they have like the life size Chucky's, but they're $500. It's and crazy. So I, it's yeah. really unfortunate. <laughs> but I was able to get some nice. Um, I got I was able to get a nice Chucky ornament uh, uh, oh, for nice. them uh, <laughs> that was uh, a little less than five hundred dollars. But yeah, I'm not as I'm not such a big shopper at these. I kind of just like to like take in by osmosis, like all the advertising that's being done to me. Yeah, I admittedly always end up spending way too much money here because <laughs> um, I just really love like art, like all the like my favorite stuff here is always like the art and the yeah. independent comics because like yeah. I just don't really see that kind of stuff anymore. Like, yeah, I mean, like I feel like you could you used to be able to go to like conventions and stuff and like find that and like this really has been but and I've actually been kind of slightly disappointed at the lack of independent uh, comics here. It's a it lot just of license. A lot of it's space. like it's it's a lot of like well, I do think Comic Con is getting better because. Yeah. Number one, the coronavirus has been a great boon to Comic-Con. Far fewer <laughs> yeah. people are showing up. Uh, but second of all, it's really nice that the studios aren't showing up anymore. They like yeah. they moved to like their all all their own self-produced stuff and like all the Marvel stuff is at D23 and all the, you know, DC stuff is at DC Fandom. And to be honest with you, I I like it better that way. I don't want to come to like the upfronts to watch them like debut trailers or whatever. But unfortunately, it still is not a lot of independent stuff. It's mostly like right independent toy makers who have licenses that's mostly what it is is a lot of like (laughs) licensed images and toys and stuff like that which is fine i got a gundam i did get a gundam i will admit that i did purchase a gundam while i was here (laughs) yeah i would i wish i wish there was i i've I've just started getting into anime and Uh there is a there is a lot of anime a lot of anime yeah but none of my like you know gay stuff from like 30 years ago (laughs) that i'm just discovering i'm not seeing any devil man toys or anything like that unfortunately well i'll keep an eye out for you (laughs) i'll keep an eye out yeah. yeah, the um the biggest comic convention in Japan, Comic Kit, which I got to go to a couple of times, it's like seventy to eighty percent independent comics and like almost all uh uh uh, uh like yaoi uh comics oh as well and and it's like and it's the the vast majority of the, uh, the attendees are women it's like 70 oh, wow. percent like uh women that attend tons of cosplay too but there's all there is a lot of cosplay here that is still something yeah. that's going on Vera, you're not doing cosplay because you are the Joker. Yeah, you, no. This is just your like movie outfit, but there are people who have mistaken Vera for a cosplayer I, and taken some pictures. It's kind of uncomfortable for me, actually. <laughs> uh, a lot of people keep asking me for pictures, and I'm like, oh, do you recognize my work uh, from Beef House? <laughs> oh, yeah. and like, no, it's because you're you're dressed up like the Joker, and I have just been forgetting. There uh, was a Harley <laughs> Quinn who took pictures with you, and I wanted to be like, but you're not the real Harley oh, Quinn. Yeah. You're not, yeah. Well, she honestly stressed me out because she had a she did have a good Harley Quinn impression. She was doing a good voice, and my Joker voice is just my voice in the movie. So, like, I was like, yeah, she was oh, doing like, come over here, Mister J. And you're like, well, alrighty. <laughs> the one thing I do hope come comes back, uh, you know, with with this sort of like more stripped down feeling of con- like, yeah, I miss I miss like bootleg copies of movies yeah. and like like a, like you know actual a little more movie. illegal stuff yeah. a little more of the oh, like yeah. like the swap meet stuff you know what i mean uh i do I, you know fan I, edits yes yes <laughs> i will say yeah like it's 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 pretty sparse in here like compared to other years that you've been here 
the aisles are like a lot wider than they've been, which is really nice. But you know, it's because like they they also didn't spring for the carpeting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, normally, this is a carpeted space, and we are just walking around the hard cement floor of a warehouse oh, in here on. this year. They didn't. This is this is a fake Comic Con that yeah. they're doing here. But I. Maybe in some ways I like it better as the fake comic con. I, I definitely do. Yeah. I mean, because it, it does remind me of the the cons that like I went to as a kid. Like like yeah. Lindsay was uh, Leslie was talking about. Like I remember like being huddled over like like boxes of of books and yeah. like in like a you know stinky convention center. <laughs> or was it like big Marvel movies? And yeah, stuff like some that, of the, so. some of the some of the one like the other sort of offshoot cons like L.A. Comic Con still really has that kind of just musky, you know, uh, uh, boxes of comics (laughs) and stuff like that. But I think this one, I think that this is getting back there. Like this is reminding me of like how San Diego Comic Con was like when I was in high school, like before there were like overnight lines to see Joss Whedon and stuff like (laughs) that. Like when it was, (laughs) (laughs) which by the way, I should be, I should be quiet because the, Booth right behind us is the renamed Whedon Con. Oh um, God! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! What if they find out Joss Whedon sucks? <laughs> I'm sure they're cool of us making fun of Whedon. Yeah. <laughs> they're probably fine with it. Yeah. But uh, speaking of the one um, comic book, uh, the one modern comic con I went to, the uh, it was in Texas, and I actually got a picture with uh, Drusilla from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, oh, wow, which was wow. like sixty bucks, which was fun. She was very nice, but she did not take off her sunglasses, which I can't remember, <laughs> you know. You know, these, you stay up late at these comic yeah. cons. I can't blame. Yeah. Somebody anyway. had a rough night before. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture, but it'll be on my terms, you yeah. know. <laughs> well, somebody asked me, because I yesterday cosplayed as, as Ellen Ripley. Yes. And somebody asked me to take a picture while I was eating. And I said, <laughs> absolutely not. And they're like, well, it's, it's closer to the movie, because like right before the, the, the chestburster scene, she's eating. It's like, I don't care. That's I don't want really to. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they thought the eating was part of the cosplay. Yeah. They thought like, oh, you're you're cosplaying eating Ripley. Yeah, like an wow, ne- taking it next level. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting time, you know. Uh, it's it's definitely interesting down here, and you definitely get that urge to buy. I feel like I usually, whenever I come here, it's usually on like a Sunday that I just am in like a. A buying, like I just go into a fugue state and want to purchase things, uh, but it's hard. Sometimes I just don't find anything. Like this year, you're talking about like going through old comics and stuff like that. There is a booth that has a bunch of old comics, but it's like, it's like Ultimate X Men, and they're yeah. charging like twenty five dollars for it. I'm like, are you out of your oh, mind? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like for an issue of two thousand four Ultimate X Men, that is r- ridiculous. It is pro. It is progress, though. I it will is. say it is. At least there are comics here. <laughs> At least it's not the actual Marvel booth. You know, right. Van was saying. I agree with this. I'm like. You don't need it's an all it's always sunny in Philadelphia booth where <laughs> yeah. like and I like the show but you don't need like the standee uh, like everybody knows the show is on like we don't need that here yeah, to be honest no, with you no. <laughs> nerds love it's always sunny <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine comedy show but what but yeah. like when this just became like you know the, like advertiser con there were a lot of years there where like you come down and you're like. I am I am targeting myself for advertising. Right. Like that's why I'm here is to have targeting advertise targeted advertisements done to me or whatever. It does uh, it feels like we've reached the the tipping point with like 
monoculture though i mean like this this has this weekend has given me hope oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. in what way <laughs> just oh, over because of all that stuff not being here yeah no no exactly. yeah, it's just refreshing to I, not... I, I find it refreshing that there are people still here you yeah, know what i yeah. mean like that's what i like is that it's you know this is only uh, they were gonna cap it at like sixty thousand people but i like that that many people just do like you know comic artists and like you know we weird booths and stuff like that like this is this is starting to get weird again and a yeah. little like uh uh, uh yeah i like that i'm happy about I'm that i'm staring right now at a very lovely sequined uh yes. riddler <laughs> and harley quinn like it's it's good i Think did the... not see that at, at comic-con four years yes, ago i like i like i love the sequined riddler outfit that is some good shit <laughs> Um, you know, I will say though, Leslie, as a booth, as a booth haver, um, the, what they charge for these booths is just, <laughs> we are paying, I think like hundreds of dollars for 56 K internet. Like it is, it is bonkers what they, what they're doing here. Uh, it, it's a fun time to be advertised to. I think things are perhaps getting better, you know, um, and you know, as long as coronavirus keeps on going, we're gonna keep oh, having low fingers turnout. crossed. <laughs> I fingers think you don't, crossed. To, you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to hope too much. You yeah, don't no. have to hope too hard. Uh, that we're gonna keep getting comic cons uh, uh, just like this. Yes. I have. I saw. Uh, I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh my god! Did you see it? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. It, here's here's the uh, thing about that movie is I realized when the trailers for it came on before the movie, I was like, oh, I'm at a movie for eight year olds. Yeah. Like when yeah. the when the movie when Sing, when Sing 2 comes on, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, yeah. I didn't be at any movie that's advertising Sing 2 before it. <laughs> um, no, the one the one thing I will say about it that is positive is I do think it did feel like a good, like for the kids they were trying to reach, yeah. I guess I'm glad that Here, they- Here's the know. thing. I, I would have said, Leslie, I would have been like, it's targeted at kids, and like, but it's got all this nostalgia stuff. Like, What do kids even know about Ghostbusters? But I went to see the movie, and there were a bunch of kids in there. Yeah. Sorry, hold on. The exhibit hall is closing in an hour, Leslie. Sorry. Finish your purchases. <laughs> I like the implication that people are doing hour-long purchases. They're yeah. doing purchases that will take the full hour. Um, We're cutting, cut, you know, deals and you know, <laughs> people the, the, the are negoti- hard negotiating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna say, you know, I, I would have said like, oh, what do these kids know about Ghostbusters nostalgia? Why is this? But I went and saw it, and there were kids in the theater, and they were losing their fucking shit yeah. for like seeing like big fat old Dan Aykroyd. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what? I am. I here's what I think. I think, and I didn't know this before. I think because all the kids were locked in for two years, they maybe have seen everything now. Yeah. I think kids have seen, they have the same nostalgia we do because they're teenagers and they weren't allowed to leave the house for a couple of years. I also think there is a very specific type of sincerity that uh-huh. this younger generation of Zoomers has uh-huh. that we just don't quite understand yet. As it's the- like, they're like, we love to see them. And I'm like, don't you see how fucking corporate it is? And they're yeah. like, we just like seeing the, the Ghostbusters again. <laughs> right. Oh, that's disgusting. That's so corny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's so it fucking corny. <laughs> it's corny you know, as hell. Yeah. What they... They, 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 what they do at the end, they make where there's a ghost, <laughs> there's a ghost uh, of Harold Ramis, and that should be illegal. Yeah, except, that, that except was for in Fast and Furious. That's the only time it was done respectfully, <laughs> yeah. was in Fast oh, and yeah. Furious. But they, they've proven that they can do that. They've proven that the technology exists, and that's why it's time now to make it illegal. Yeah. That's not okay. Yes. Yeah. I was thinking while I was watching it, I was like, 
Harold Ramis, first of all, he's like all thin and like <laughs> and like buff looking. It's so like, weird because it's not at all how he <laughs> looked how he when looked. he was that age. I feel like I feel like Dan Aykroyd was probably like, "Can I be a ghost too?" <laughs> I was also thinking, yeah. I'm like the like the studio is probably like, "Damn, if only Bill Murray was dead, we could like right. make him smile. Like yeah. he could like smile and look all sweet." Yeah. Yeah. Seemed like they didn't just have him for a day and to yeah. shoot two takes. Being sar- all sarcastic, I'm like, if he if he was like dead, we could get a real like sparkly eyed glimmer in his eye smile you yeah. know the um, ghost ghost egon offended it's me fucked up so much it's really gross and and by the way you know they made a toy of it too like that <laughs> yeah. is there's a toy and that's even aside from the fact that the toy is called like the family that busts together <laughs> but like there is a, a toy of of it. I, I I just hope Harold Ramis's family got paid what Bill Murray got paid right. which I yeah. truly doubt I sincerely doubt it's weird because it was, it's like if, if Dan Aykroyd was dead, which I don't, I hope is years and years yes. and years I don't away, want it to happen, yeah. Uh, I feel like if, you know, Dan Aykroyd, if I see like, you know, fully uh, CGI post-mortem Dan Aykroyd, I'd be like, yeah, Dan Aykroyd probably would be fine with somebody turning he him into like a- He would like that, yeah. I'm not convinced Harold <laughs> Ramis would have signed he, off he on this. He may put it in his will that he's like, I must be <laughs> oh, recreated yeah. and, and digitally and must. I want to be the skull on the crystal head vodka now. Um, what a what Yeah, a I think Ramis maybe would not have been into it, you know? I feel like- there are probably for the movies, like the movie studios, they're like, man, there's a list of guys that we can't wait till they like. If, when Harrison Ford goes, it's off to the races. Oh my like, god! Yeah. Are, we are gonna have the best time. <laughs> I, I'm just surprised that they all came back. It almost makes me think that they took out Ramus as a warning to the others because they were very <laughs> resistant about coming. Like, we're getting the last you in, We're one. getting you in here, no, no matter what. You're yeah. gonna be in this movie either way. So. It's up to you how, how you do it. That is what's really baffling about it. And now when you just look back on like 30 years of false starts, it's like, it, okay, so it all clearly was Bill Murray. Uh, yeah. Like and, withholding. And, and also and, like you see interviews with Bill Murray, like Dan Aykroyd's like, well, Bill agreed to do it. And so then I knew it was good. I'm like, no, Bill just doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah, like Bill right. doesn't give a fuck anymore. No, he's, he's, he's given up caring. Tale of two kitties. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. He doesn't. What's the fourth? What's the third one called? They they changed the name uh, of it answer retroactively. Answer the call. Yeah, answer the, the call. call. Yes, Ghost They Pusters added a, a subtitle to it. Answer the call. But it is in the. It is just called Ghostbusters in the main title yes. credits. Because it was an it was an afterthought. It was an afterthought yes. to make it an answer the call or whatever. I can't. I can't recommend seeing that movie even if you're gonna do a podcast about <laughs> <it>. <laughs> uh, yeah and it's not listen i'm not a toxic youtube commenter i no, put it no, on no, paul no. feig i yeah. do I, it's a paul feig problem you know that movie is just a, a mess it uh, is no and that's that's always that's always the heartbreaking thing when when misogynists are right <laughs> it's like oh, it's, they're, they're not funny but it has nothing to do with the well, fact that there's the girl goes that's one of the ones where like that's one of the ones where they like leaned into the culture war of it because the movie right. sucked. They were like, <laughs> yeah. they were like, there were tons of articles about like, look at all the sexist comments or whatever. And it's like, you're deleting the ones that say the movie looks bad, yeah. but leaving the sexist ones to like make it this, make this the like story. And there's also, know, you know, there's a character in the movie that I'm pretty sure was added 
after all of that because he is kind of like a toxic little shit lord guy. You mean podcast? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Leslie, there's a character in the new one called Podcast. Oh, oh in the new one, yes. Yeah. But in the, in the old one, too, there is, or in the, the old one now, the 2016 <laughs> the version. classic 2016 <laughs> retro and Ghostbusters. Your granddad's Ghostbusters. Uh, <laughs> Uh yeah, who, yeah. I who forgot. There's literally a character yeah. called Podcast. Oh yeah, and the new one, Leslie. There's a little kid called Podcast. <laughs> who would you believe? His main character trait is that he's recording podcasts all the time. Oh wow, that's <laughs> yeah. really high level. Like they w- uh, they talked about how like uh the what's his name right uh what who's the director of this one? Our uh, Jason Reitman. Yes, Jason Reitman. They, all the promotion is about how he resisted for twenty years. You know, taking on this massive project, and yeah. that's what they came up with. Podcast. Well, you know what I you know what I will say, Leslie, is that if he wrote the character podcast in two thousand two, then that actually was yes, fairly yeah. ahead of its time. <laughs> yeah. If he did write it, back then, that was ahead of its time back yeah, then. Back when it was but just he maybe should have made the change. Yeah. And comedy, bang bang. When it was yeah. only this mod castle that uh, reigned supreme. <laughs> God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen anything, Leslie? Have you gone back to the theaters at all? Well, I didn't go back to the theaters, but I did watch the most recent uh, James Bond oh, movie. Wow. No, oh, wow. I uh, didn't watch no, it yet, but what, what what do you think? No Time Left to Die. Is that it? Time, no Time no to ti- Die, I think. No Time uh, to Die. Uh, you know, Leslie, so, I just this year watched every James Bond, so maybe we should do a Bond episode sometime soon. Oh, cool, cool. I I like I dig a few of them. This one is feels like um, they probably should have stopped with the Craig ones a couple of movies ago. Because at I this think after point, Quantum, to be honest with you, because yeah. at this point, Daniel Craig in this film, and I mean he's a great actor and he's in great shape, but he looks twice the age of the woman he's supposed to be in love right. with. Like he looks like her father, yeah. like straight That's up. That's what happened he with aged. the Roger Moore ones too. Is that it's like a sixty-five-year-old man and like a twenty-one-year-old love interest, and it's like. This is like not so sexy. It's like yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> and the entire film really hinges on like believing that their relationship is so important and their family and all this stuff. And you you wow. just can't buy it because he's like he just looks old and tired, and yeah. she looks like she's twenty. Um, and it's just a, a very uh, unfortunate. The action there's some good action stuff, but like as Bond you know gets sillier uh, as the movies go on. The, you know the plot this one is very very silly the bad guys cannot aim for shit uh whatsoever <laughs> like bond just takes out 30 dudes with his little 22 millimeter <laughs> pistol like constantly like it looks cool sometimes but sometimes it's just like it just feels a little bit lazy it's like you could make yeah. a little bit better choreography instead of just having one guy shoot 30 guys yeah. uh with, tw- with with a 12 round clip that's almost the story of every James Bond. Is right. like at the first, they're they first of all like love doing the role at the beginning, and like they're trying to make it like a revamp, revamped a new thing. And then by the end, it's always like a sixty-five-year-old man <laughs> dating young women, played <laughs> by someone who hates playing the role, right, fucking yeah. despises <laughs> being James Bond, and wants to do nothing. Like like Daniel Craig was, they were like, "Would you like to do more Bonds?" And he's like, "I'd rather." Um, he said this in an interview. He's like, 
I'd rather break this glass and slip my wrists. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> why would you? Why would you? Like, why would you hire somebody <laughs> like to be to still be a part of your franchise? I when will they clearly say this. Don't do I think it. that the Broccoli's, which is the like. It's like a film family that owns all of the James Bond. Their names are the Broccoli. They are the Broccoli family. (laughs) It used to be Cubby Broccoli, and now it's the daughter Barbara Broccoli. And I will say this. I think that they're just like old school, like classic style filmmakers where they're like, I don't give a fuck what the actor thinks. Like we got them under contract and they're showing the fuck up. Like, and I do think that the Bonds, I'm like, the very least, like they know how to make movies like they really blow up cars every single yeah. time, and I like that. I yeah. like that they blow up cars. I like that they like to have a theme song. Like these are classic things that, like you know, and also I think that you know, going watching all the Bonds, you're like, oh, what an interesting cross section of what of like what people, what kind of women people thought attractive right. of, throughout the eras. You and know, you what also I mean? get to see it's it's cool. Like like when you put them in the context of like what other movies were being made that's true, at, yeah. at the same time, because like. Live and Let Die like, is a black exploitation. Yeah, no, that's movie. exactly the one I was gonna yeah, say. Is like yeah. it's that would only exist as being like a product of that. Yeah, right. I really do. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be good, but I think the next we're definitely gonna see like a campy Bond. Next, uh, it's it's I think. about time. It's I about think, time. Yeah. It's about time. I will say actually, I watched Die Another Day, which is the final Pierce Brosnan oh, one. Yeah. And that's that the with the surfing. It's horrible, <laughs> but I have to highly recommend it in almost the same House of Gucci way because there are some. <laughs> There are scenes in that that are truly funnier than Austin Powers and like <laughs> more campy and more ridiculous. Like he gets captured by the North Koreans and held as a prisoner of war. Oh, wow. And he gets brought back by MI6 and he fakes a heart attack <laughs> and then electrocutes the doctors to leave with their defibrillator. That's incredible. He like takes it and electrocutes them and he's like, I'm checking out and just <laughs> walks out. <laughs> it's great. It's really fun. But I will also say, you know, when we're talking about the Pierce Brosnan ones, Goldeneye is legit maybe the best Bond movie. Like, it's yeah. so funny that, like, you and, and also directed by the same person that did uh, uh, Casino Royale, which is very oh, interesting. Oh, really? Very I had no idea. Styles. Yeah, yeah. Martin Campbell, like, did both reboots, which is so fascinating because they're such different movies. Very, very, and very, um, very different Bonds. Yeah, very different Bonds. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll do a Bond episode soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so back to uh, No Time to Die, actually. This might excite you a little bit, Jack, because uh, I think most people know that the director, uh, Kerry Joji uh, Fukunaga, is a gamer, and there are plot elements in James Bo- in the new James Bond that are ripped straight from Metal Gear Solid. Wow. I would say about... 60% of the plot, wow. the set pieces, and action scenes are borrowed directly from the Metal Gear series. Fox, That's the sad. main plot is literally just Fox die. It's literally wow. just straight up Fox die. That's funny. Like, that, no, that's the, basically that's no difference. It's its own tail. Yeah. But after snake, it's like that is Snake Eater. That's literally <laughs> yes. Snake Eater. It's what that is. If that may motivate people to see it, but it, it still is like two and a half hours of like pe- them asking you, begging you, pleading with you, uh, to feel to like want Daniel Craig to be happy when it's clear the only thing he wants to do is die. Wow! Wow! Well, have have they run out of? Books to, oh, to adapt. far long ago. Yeah, yeah. They, they adapt them from like a phrase in the book okay. now. Like Quantum of Solace, I think 
was just a phrase in one of the original Ian Fleming's, and they like built out a whole movie based on just like, okay. like, like I think Ian Fleming was like the quantum of his solace or something, <laughs> and then like they're like, okay, now the group's called Quantum, I guess, and whatever. Right. Yeah, they ran out you, some some time ago, a long time ago. Well, well, that night you mentioned, I I did watch Quantum of Solace uh, a, a week ago because I never got got to that one, and I was shocked to find out that the villain of that movie, and this was pretty far ahead of its time, was basically Elon Musk, That's uh, right. <laughs> who was privatizing the water in Bolivia yep. with the help of the U.S. government. Is like a they're doing like a coup, yeah. Yeah, the villain plot is great. He's like. He's like basically creating a drought because he bought up all the water rights. And I'm like, that is like a pretty futuristic, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I will say Quantum of Solace was one I think I saw and I like didn't like in the theaters, but it really just follows Casino Royale so directly that I think it's because I forgot some plot elements. Watching them back to back like a television show, I was like, Quantum of Solace rocks. Actually, Quantum of Solace is really good. I think Casino Royale and Quantum are good. Skyfall, I don't think is good. And Spectre is is extremely bad actually. i forgot they made this many with him yeah he did five he did five and there was a huge gap between the last two because they kept holding it for coronavirus so it's been okay. six years since specter and it's like you should have just just switch already the rock or whatever you're gonna do you <laughs> oh, know what wow. i mean just do the new one please please yeah. yeah make it the rock so he doesn't become president <laughs> <laughs> the rock is angling for it i guess the rocks like father i think or uncle was a villain in um you only live twice and oh. so he's like i want to follow in his footsteps but be bond like he's very actively campaigning to be to be the next bond but i don't know about uh. that I, I don't know if he'll be great for it because um the rocks never has sex in movies yeah It'd be yes. like the first time he's ever had a sex <laughs> yeah. scene if he played bond yeah, yeah i don't who who you think would be the next good bond i know i everybody wants Idris Elba, but I think he's just yeah. aged out of it. So I don't even know what the fuck The Rock's talking about. Like he's already, like he's already too old to be a Bond. Right. I just don't know, honestly. I feel like you'd probably, I feel like you want to find someone who's not huge already. You know it what I mean? Be, like, it should yes. be a no name. And yeah. I do think it should, I think whatever comes next should be like the camp version of it. I agree. And like, yeah, pull up, pull up, and uh, like the Idris Alba one would have been interesting like 10, 15 years right. ago. Right. But now he's just been in <laughs> everything. Yeah. We need a goofy, campy, no more Nolan stuff. No. Bond. We need Bond with the gadgets, and we need Bond. You know, with yeah, we need we need goofy stuff. Again I'll, I'll lobby Bond. for after after the People's Joker is a <laughs> is a smash success. Yeah. I will lobby to be handed that IP. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, I think we can make that happen. I yeah. think we can get that get that to happen. That'd be great. Um, uh, when is so when is the when is the movie going to come out? It all really depends. I mean, it's it's so um, and uh, like anticlimactic every time I have to answer this. But uh, <laughs> I'm, I've I've started submitting to festivals and stuff, so mm. I'm I'm hoping to premiere at one of the bigger festivals because I do think it has like a good shot at like traditional distribution. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hoping by early spring it'll have premiered in some capacity. But I mean, you know, I think one way or another, like this time next year, everybody who wants to see it we'll will able, will hopefully yeah. have access to yeah. it in some, yeah. some way. Because it Very is, cool. yeah. But I, I really do want to give it a a fair shot. Because, yeah. and I never could have predicted this at the start of it, but like it just did turn out so much it better than ass. I thought. I mean, you you've been you played here the uh, the like the cut as it exists now, and yeah, like. 
I agree. I'm like, you really should try to get it because a lot of people put in a lot of like really incredible work and it just looks, it's really awesome looking. It's oh, really thank cool looking you movie. so much. Yeah. yeah I cool. hope, I hope, I hope, you know, I think it'll find its audience one way or another. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it, I think it has a lot of, lot of potential, but if people do want updates and stuff, you can, um, follow me on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash Virajoo22. And I'm, I'm starting to post clips there. Um, I might do one other work in progress screening too, just because like it was so fun, like watching it with yeah. people, like, and it just helps spread out, spread the word. If yeah. you know, what's the web? What's the website? Oh, uh, thepeoplesjoker.com is. There we go. Uh, Very yeah. easy. Oh Very yeah. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> you got the domain. Yeah. That's important oh, thing. if there's one thing I'm good at, it's branding. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack, what's going on with Bug World? Was uh, with the convention? Was it what's new with Bug TV Plus? Was Bug up to? Okay, what's going so yeah, on? like we're we're here at Comic Con. We're doing Bug Con at Comic Con. Um. Bug World is coming back. We uh, we're we're cranking along. We have a virtual version of the, and it's a totally accurate blueprint, accurate uh, Burbank Airport Marriott. Um, it's so, very impressive. <laughs> so you will. Um, we have it playable here at Comic Con, not the online portion, but people are able to run around the Burbank Airport Marriott. Some clipping issues. I will admit that I have not done all the collision properly just yet. Uh, um, but I think we're going to be having that um, in some kind of playable state. Uh, hopefully 2022 um, so that people will be able to go experience the completely accurate uh, uh, Burbank Airport Marriott, um, <laughs> which, by the way, Leslie, there were some guys that came up here yesterday and said that they recognized the convention center in the game. <laughs> and I and I was like, tell, I was asking them what they went, what they went to. And they told us they went to hentai con there um, <laughs> and that. And that they only were able to do one year of it because they lied to the convention center and called it Anime Con, oh my but God. it was secretly <laughs> Hentai Con. Uh, <laughs> and so now I feel like you know we do Bug Con at the Airport Marriott, and I'm like we can do no wrong. I'm right. like there is the there's the limit right there is if you secretly run a Hentai convention. Um, <laughs> but yeah, as far as the rest of the stuff with Bug Bug LLC that's going on right now. Everybody should check out Bug TV Plus. There's a lot of great independent short uh, series, um, you know, made by uh, a lot of people. Anybody can pitch a show to Bug TV Plus, and um, you know, Van Robichaux, who is uh, who really oversees that, uh, has given a lot of people great budgets. There's the Yonkla Review Show is really great. Uh, you know, Alec Robbins makes a show I think for two hundred dollars <laughs> was another good one too. That's There's a lot great. of great stuff. Uh, uh, Joe Hartzler's uh, Lost and Jealous is on there. Um, and you can get a free subscription to Bug TV Plus if you just sign up. Um, the whole business model is to get people to do that and then forget to not unsign up. Right. Like, yeah. The same as Netflix. <laughs> like that, we're telling you, and I'll tell you right now, you can keep signing up with new emails. We're just going to keep our fingers crossed that you forget at one point <laughs> and then we get that five bucks off you. Yeah. That's, that's the entire, that's really the entire thing. And, and of course, Bugmain himself is doing. All sorts of great work uh, uh, with the rap album, uh, uh, the, with the music, and uh, you should check out the Highland Park or the Highland. Uh, um, was it Highland Park TV? Is that do you know the, the place? I don't know. I, uh, yeah, the, that, that's a non plus. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah non plus ultra. The Highland Park TV, um, you know, live performance is great, and that's going to be coming out very soon. Lots of stuff. Oh yeah, with uh, uh, Andrew Koth, of course, does the beats uh, along with some other folks for those uh, for those. Um, for the albums and uh yeah lots of stuff going over going on over in the world of bug main llc it's uh, really, not, not profit but, it's but everything well, but profit <laughs> it's so impressive like just how involved and intricate this little universe is like i 
I've only really been aware of it for like the last <laughs> year, like via you guys. It's a but lot. It is. And Bug World, I'm very excited for <laughs> just just based off of everything you described, yeah, like I the would, idea of yeah. like an interactive venue, and that's what I that's what I really wanted actually to cutting be. edge. Yeah, I mean, what Bug World is going to be is like some pretty simple mini games, but what we're really trying to do with it is create a space where we can do like you know. Um, you remember, like, in Fortnite, how they did that really unfortunate Martin Luther King Day weekend? <laughs> right. We want to do stuff like that, but not not quite so uh, uh, not quite so unintentionally funny. Yeah. Uh, like, sort of weekend <laughs> events and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, I would love to screen people's Joker in there. If, I ever, would... if ever we're able to, uh, if you get the distribution, we're able absolutely, to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I mean, I, I can offer you distribution in there. I think you can find better, but I will now offer. It's <laughs> good to know. It's good to know that I have that. You have a, there's one in the yeah. That's your uh, you know in I'll your back pocket. I'll keep that on my short that's list. Yeah. Pocket, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good stuff. All right, so folks, that was struggle session. Have a good one. Peace. Later. Bye bye.